shots on the beat, boy. Accent made this. Welcome back to the Value Adds Value podcast with Kyle Krieger and Wilkie Law, where we're sharing inspiring stories of educators just like yourself, helping you to develop your craft and sharpen your tools to become the teacher your students deserve. This is the Value Adds Value podcast. Let's jump into this next episode. But again, my my viewpoint is it could literally revolutionize. Not it could. It is going to, it should revolutionize how we teach. It should. The capabilities that we have now beyond snow days, ice days, rain, you know, storm days, despite that, the capabilities that it allows students to be able to do uh, earlier, take on two two days a week internship. The other courses are virtual. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it opens up so many opportunities uh, for our students to be able to do much more. You know, maybe you are uh, an artist, or you are someone that has to be away. You can still get. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things that this opens up. But I don't think it makes teachers obsolete. But I think it definitely um, takes these centuries-old st- strategies and methods of teaching. And changes the, the face of that. I agree. I agree. So, that's just me. Um, so, so y'all down there, you, you're saying sperm May Fourth. Yes, when y'all are due back to school. My understanding is our school would like to come back before the end of the year. Oh, because your school is is a charter so their governance is, is themselves well obviously they have to follow what the state guidelines are but when they bring kids back they're only talking about i think it's less than four or less than 500 total between two campuses or no maybe it's like five to seven hundred but i mean it's not the orchestrated circus that it would be to bring kids back in aldi Oh yeah, we're sixty-seven thousand strong. Yeah. So, and I just think I think they would like to bring the kids back if they could, mm-hmm. but I I'm with you that they are going to err on the side of caution, one hundred percent. Like I said, just really trying to wrap my mind around not seeing my kids again for the rest of this year uh, in person. Um. You know, um, I sent out a message to all the Mac kids and they're all a hundred. Well, so far I've heard, everybody I've heard for is on board for uh, doing a virtual showcase, Uh, which I think, you know, again, with the way everybody's doing the whole um, Instagram live, Facebook live, YouTube live, video, I mean, uh, concerts, I think why not? You know, why not? Dude, the way you filmed yourself for that video was like so bomb. I was like, oh man, come on, get at it. And you know, I had to do, that was my first time editing a video in in shot. It took me, it took me a while, like I said, because the song had been finished. but it was me trying to put the pictures in and line up pictures with 
the words and different things. And it was an experience, I'll say that. I think if I was doing it on a computer, it would not have taken me so long. But I think doing it on my phone is what took so long. I wanted to do it in iMovie, but I was worried about tr the transfer, like transferring it into different programs. Um, I know Apple is real finicky about their stuff because it's funny when you said that the video was grainy on your side. I sent it to my wife. My wife sees it clearly on our Android. Yeah. And then Corey couldn't even get it at all. Uh, so I had to put it in a drive, and then that's when he saw it. He thought it was fire. So we're going to try to, we're challenging ourselves to try to drop a song a week. So we're doing another song now for next week um, about I miss how we miss our kids. Um, mm hmm That's good. So, um, I'm thinking about <laughs> I'm thinking about doing like that DMX um, the DMX song when he does names all the different girls. You haven't heard I'm it's it's been so long since I've heard DMX. It's um song is pretty good. Um, I think we can really do this. What you really want from a teacher? What you really want from a teacher? I think if we did that and base, and base it off the teaching, <laughs> I think it'll be dope. What they really want from a teacher? Somebody let me know. Yeah, dude, it'd be awesome. <clears throat> I don't know. We're going to see because I, I sent Corey a bunch of tracks and from Soundtrap and let him kind of play around with it. I just thought about that one yesterday, uh, last night when I was laying down. I was like, 
the DMX, because I had wrote one for my first, like, I have my first and second periods already done, you know, like literally going down a roll call. And not even a roll call, it's based on where they were sitting at that time when I wrote it, because I had them sitting in groups. And so, like, I read through the groups and I did it for my first block, and they were like, so I don't know. We'll see what happens. I may do that one on my own just to have some fun. Tell her, bless her. Bless you. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, so man, I'm, um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Bless you. You know, it's funny. I was telling uh, Mr. Wright the other day, I was like, in just about three or four months, in the last three to four months, people have gone from saying, God bless you, and trying to give a genuine compassion when you sneeze and cough in public, to now if you sneeze and cough in public, it's almost like a mutiny. Like people want to take you outside and drag you out by your hair and stone you. I mean, it's like, <laughs> like it, it is, it is bad out here, bro. Like they arrested a kid, uh, and it had to be an all-day student because it was over off of uh, over by MacArthur in Hamburg. Uh, a young man who purposely went into the grocery store and was coughing and sneezing on things. Where's the intelligence in that? <clears throat> hey man, I talked with Lauren um, and she wants to jump on and, and talk about the whole uh, distance learning piece. Their, their, their campus is already doing it. You know, we're getting ready to go into it. I know you're getting ready to go into it. Yeah. So I figured that may be a good little three-way chat to have. Yeah, I would <clears throat> love that, man. I'd love to hear from her. <clears throat> I'm trying to. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it out to um, to Mr. Pruitt um, to. Um, she's looking for a job for next year. Lauren is. <laughs> I guess I'm not surprised. She had told me. Yeah, and that's what made me think about it. And then when I was chatting with her, she told me. She asked me uh, what district was I in again, and I told her. So she told me she was looking for a position for next year. Uh, she's not wanting to drive all the way out to Richmond. Um, you know, she said, anything that'll keep me from having a 45-minute commute. I say, coming from, from the Heights to where, to Humble, you're probably going to be, because you're, you're on this side of the traffic, you know what I mean? She's kind of in a good position because there's not a lot of 59 traffic coming up that early in the morning. Most of the traffic is going into the city. Um, and she'll probably hit traffic going home, but she's, um, she says she's willing to consider it. So um, when we get in our leadership meeting, I'm gonna, um, me and Mr. Pruitt usually on there first, so I'm just gonna throw it out there to him that he's looking for an ELA teacher. <laughs> Next year to let me know, mm -hmm. and um, and you never know, man. Like I say, I, I, my name—I've actually officially tossed my name in the hat for the AP position. 
uh, for next year. Um, um, so we'll see. It'll give me a really good advantage because the seventh and eighth grade kids, I will completely 100% know. <clears throat> and you, feel I'll still, like, you feel like it's the right time? I think it's the right time for the experience. Especially after this year. I wasn't considering it because again, what kept me drawn to it was the idea of being with my kids and now being away from my kids. Um, I said, in no way, shape or form am I saying my vision in my life has changed as far as, oh, I want to be a principal now or I want to run a building. I want to be the best educator I can be. That was my set out goal. Um, and I, I'm recognizing now that there may be a better opportunity for me to express, to do that as an assistant principal. Um, like I say, I'm, um, I think a leader who would lead from, from a teacher's perspective, versus an administrator's perspective is what the difference is. So, good morning. He says good morning. Good morning. She says good morning. You look like you trimmed your beard up. You did. You lined Where? your beard up. You uh -huh. lined your beard up. Yeah. I did. You were supposed to be doing the no shave channel. Oh, you said you weren't going to do it. No, but it comes like up to here. Like, Bruh, mine is all the way up here too. I have mine right here. I have mine right here. Look, this is uh -huh, hair. Dude, no, this I is hair on my cheekbone. Do, do you see that? Look, I do. Look. I see it. I and then it. To, on top of that, you mix that in with this. Yeah, I see that. See that? Is that Brittany, just, Brittany just goes, deal with it. A real friend calls you out on your shit. So, uh, yeah. I see it. I got it's you. It's all up, like oh. literally. It's up here, like in my. I, by the time we, if we're and now we think about it, we're not going back to school till next year. So, I'm literally gonna look like Grizzly um, Adams around here, man. Dude, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. I might have to email uh, Mr. Creekmore and be like, "Look, it doesn't count if we don't go back." We'll just go through this. I'll push it through the summer. But I am going to shave my head, dude. I can't do it. I'm going to yeah. shave my head today. Yeah. I can't. Like the same. same. You, you're going to shave your head? I can't. Like, I want to try to do it because I think it'll be funny. But it's like, I hate touching my head and feeling all this hair. Like, and then to have all this missing, like, it's noticeable. So I'm going to take me a couple of really good pictures just to have something to go back and laugh at later. Mm -hmm. um, but that's coming off my head today. I'm still not gonna touch the beer. I'm gonna let that go. And, um, you know, I just started growing mine back in March anyway, so I'm not, um, 
Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm. This is fresh for me, anyway. So, by the time school year starts next year, it'll be exactly where I would want it to be. I'm kind of puffy like yours. I gotta have it full for the wedding, though. Because like that's like, I may come down there. I may just let my full mountain man go, walk down the aisle at your wedding with some, with with my suit up, with my pants on, bow tie, flip flops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doug, Di- Doug Dynasty wedding. <laughs> she must have her headphones back in now. Uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm really enjoying drinking this uh, the hot water with just lemons. I put one full lemon in it. Lemon is such a powerful, um, powerful little fruit. Mm-hmm. But um, so you were saying we want to try to link up with Lauren. We could do that this week. Um, John Rodney, his Instagram is teacher to teacher. Said. I was talking with him last week, said he would be into maybe chatting for the podcast also. Um, John Rogers? Rodney. John Rodney is his name. His Instagram is teacher to teacher. Um, otherwise, I mean, we're... Where's your head at with, you know, not, not what our mission is, but, you know, what, can, what we could be doing in this time to help teachers? This blogger guy is what you're talking about? Let me find him. Is this it? Mm, I don't think that's it. Mr. Rodney, that's it. Yep. They're here already? Oh, man. But, yeah, man. So. He reached out to you or you reached out to him? He and I were just, he, I had posted something and he had commented on it and he, we had just kind of talked a little bit and I just asked him how things were going. And I said, Hey, we might be looking to do some podcasts during this time. And he's like, yeah, hit me up. Let me know. So he's in LA. So. Oh, he's associated with Liz. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, so um, my head right now, man, is I guess trying to get teachers some some of the practical tips to not stress out. I think we need to kind of start doing like more of what you did with the um, with the daily planner, for kind of getting organized and things. Um, I think doing videos like that. You know, even, you know, I talked to my buddy Greg about shooting me some some workout movements that we can do. I say, try to give me something that, think about a teacher's commute, you know, something they can do in, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, you know, close to 15 minutes as possible. That'll give them a good burn. And for those teachers who are just saying, okay, I don't want to get, I'm not trying to get super in shape. I just want to make sure I stay moving because it is a difference being cooped up in a house. And not doing it. I know the difference from the days that I don't move and the days that I move. Oh, I just like yesterday, you know, we've been doing so much. Brittany's parents have been here, you know, every day except for Sunday. They were here the last four days. So when they left yesterday, I just was like, I took my jump rope, I did 30 double unders, and I ran the block, you know, which is maybe, maybe a 400, maybe a, a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. But it was good. And, and that's the kind of things that, and like I said, I'm, and maybe it's just, I'm in such a different place in my life that I'm not looking to get swole right now. I'm not like, you know, when you and I have talked about this a ton, like there was a time where I was defined, I was defining myself by what kind of athlete I am. That's not, that's not the case anymore, but mm -hmm. I think that's good. And you know, but I think I saw, also, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, I saw Hamish, post something on Twitter that I thought was super good. He posted like something to the fact of like, hey, stop spamming me with all the stuff that all of a sudden now you think I need. You know, because there's, you know, how many companies are now out sending us 97,000 things. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to feel like we're doing that, but I just feel like we're in a good spot. And like I told you yesterday, it felt good to kind of like, move into the house and just let everything that's happened over the last month in terms of school just kind of settle and I feel like I have a way better perspective on it now. Well, you know, what I keep telling my team is, and my AP said it yesterday, control what you can control. Period. Control what you can control. You can't control whether or not parents have students log into the computer. You can't control whether or not students actually take it seriously. You can't control whether or not you're going to have one person in a, in, in a virtual session or 30 people in a virtual session. You can't control that. What you can control is the fact that they're giving you parameters that between 8 and 2.30 make yourself available to your students. Control what you can control between 8 and 2.30, Monday through Friday. I need you to make sure you have something there for your students to do, at least 45 minutes of work that's going to help supplement them for next year. Control what you can control. So thinking of it in that terms, everyone should just kind of stop, take a deep breath, and ask yourself, what do I need to give my kids right now that's going to help them be successful for the next level? 
period. Like there's nothing else to be discussed. We're not in the board meetings with the policymakers. We're not, we're not sitting in the governor's office and making those decisions. We can have our commentary. Having your commentary is fine. I mean, everybody has their own commentary about a situation. That's great. But don't let your commentary stop you from doing what you're supposed to do. Don't let it stop. Don't let your commentary stop your execution. And that's what happens a lot. We get so caught up in the commentary that we we we, we fail at the execution, and so we we are almost self-sabotaging the outcomes. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? Do you wanna see a fun game? <laughs> Somebody locked themselves out of the house. <laughs> Sorry, but but keep going there with what you said on don't get caught up in the commentary. Yeah, but you know, because the commentary will kill your execution. Focus on the execution. Control what you can control. Control what you can. When she said that yesterday, that was like a stamp in my heart that just sat there, and I was like, you know what? She's that, that's what I've been saying. Who, I've been saying who, who said Ms. that to you? Ms. Harrison. Because when we, when we were in our uh, team meeting yesterday, there was a lot of questions about how many sessions are we supposed to have? You know, what are we preparing for? What are we doing this? How are we going to do this? And da, da, da. She's like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I appreciate your patience, but realize that we don't have all the answers. We're still trying to find the answers to these questions. You know, our campus, our district just went to the point to where they're putting together packets for students who don't have technology. We thought they were going to give them technology, but I guess from the survey, they're saying some parents just want packets. Now, how does that work as far as the students being able to get feedback on what they're doing in those packets? I don't know. You know, yeah. we don't know. But again, control what you can control. I can't control that piece. And again, the district is trying to make sure that everybody's, you know, Xfinity did a great thing by offering the next three months of free internet for, for families. Um, I don't know if there's a catch to it or not, but that's what they, you know, they posted it out there. Uh, they partnered with Aldine. Um, they're trying to get parents connected that way. And I believe that if they can get all the parents connected that way, then we will be able to then have a literal virtual school because we have the technology in the district for the probably the number of kids that don't have it. We have access for them to have it. But here's the kicker. You got to remember that process. We just can't open up a bay and say, okay, we're going to start handing out Chromebooks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to think logistically what has to take place in order to make that happen. And then those wheels are spinning at the same time. So a lot of teachers are like, why don't they just give the students Chromebooks and da 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 Because I just can't open up my bay and open up the truck and say, come get a Chromebook. I have to base it off the need of individual students. And like, we're almost done. We only have five kids we haven't reached out to in our second period to find out about technology. But there are other teachers who have not completed that survey. So the district doesn't even have an accurate number or an accurate count on a substantial amount of their student body in order to um, make those decisions as to how you're going to issue out these uh, Chromebooks and technology to people. Are they going to be Chromebooks or are they going to be iPads? 
you know, which one would you rather take a hit on? You know what I mean? Um, how do you make sure they check it out and they have a waiver sign where they're, where they're taking responsibility for it? That has to be drafted. That has to be proved, written in English and in Spanish. The steps to picking them up. You know what I mean? So there are so many things that are going into it that we have to really look at that we don't. As teachers, we only look at it from our perspective. We want back in our classrooms. Or we want, we, that's really what most teachers want. We want back in our classrooms. This is not ideal. But again, we said it before, it's not ideal, but it's not impossible. We have to start making the best of these situations we're in. And again, the commentary, rolling the film, that's going to cause a problem because now you're going to be so focused on the commentary that you're not going to focus on controlling what you can control and execute. That's that. That's my standpoint, and I think that that's what teachers need right now. They need somebody talking to them, who's one of them, telling them this is how you should approach this. Mm -hmm. And you know, not just sugarcoating it and doing, you know, because it's it's like it's you know, in the commentary for me includes all the stuff you see on Instagram. You know, people doing you know driving down the street and doing these teacher parades and all those things are great and they're wonderful, but it's, you know, it's not necessarily what everyone can do. And, and I think, like you said, turning off the commentary and focusing on the execution. So I think maybe that's, you know, like you said, that's our lane is really executing to execution to maximize the situation or what, what how do you say it it's not, it's not maximize the situation master the situation master the situation right and again you know I, I went back to the book I started writing called the forever apprentice um, and it's kind of just a journey of a, an apprentice who goes from from, from, from master to master to master to master. And he's forever an apprentice. And he always sees himself in that position as an apprentice, not realizing that he is fully mastered, that his masters would not be in that masterful as they are if he had not mastered what he was doing. And so it kind of puts, te- and that's how I kind of view teaching. We're like that forever apprentice. We, we always go to master our situation, to, to, to ma- be masters of our content to be masters of our pedagogy, to be masters at relationship building. And we kind of go from year to year to year to year to year. And because we're not with those same kids, building those same relationships, we don't realize how much better we're getting at doing what we're doing. We don't realize that we would, our kids year after year would not be as well as they are and as uh, developed as they are if it had not been for us. And they don't, we don't see that we see ourselves kind of as an apprentice that we're always just kind of every day, every year's new, every year we're starting over. But no, your kids are coming back into the, the, a new classroom, but you're going back and you're saying, I'm not that same person that was here last year. I have nine more months of experience on, 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 my, on my record. So I know that doing this set the kids off. So let me avoid this at all costs. I know when I encountered this type of student, I, I experienced this. So let me try to avoid creating these type of situations. I saw that it was out of control when the kids did this. 
So let me figure out a new way to ease into this to make sure students are functioning and able to do it. So we have to get that in the same mindset of what we're doing right now. And what, what, what gives me more hope that we're going to get through this is the fact that this is a global issue. This is not a Texas issue. This is not a, 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 a Southern issue. This is not a Republican or Democrat issue. This is not a US issue. This is a global issue. Like everywhere on this planet is affected by this. So we have an opportunity to innovate what education looks like and rewrite it. Because think about it, we, we're, we're still in the same system that we started in during the Industrial Revolution. Okay, yeah, we throw in a couple of computers into the classroom and a couple of whiteboards, but the premise is still the same. It hasn't changed whatsoever. And so when you think of it, it was time. It's unfortunate that this had to come out of it, but it was time. You know, they talk, I was reading an article the other day, they compared what we're going through right now to the Renaissance era. And you can help me with this more than, you know, that's not my, my area. Mm -hmm. But talked about after the Black Plague, wipe, you know, wiped out so many people around the world. Yeah, like a third of the world's population. Third of the world population, okay. And or so not, from not that, the world's, but the, in the areas that were affected, like one in three. Wow. So... And right after that, you had the, the Renaissance, where people came out, music changed, you know, songs changed, uh, innovations changed, tech, things started happening different because people actually had an opportunity to sit with themselves. Well, I think with, with what you were saying too with that is, you know, part of our job and what I think we were trying to do is make sure that teachers are thinking about next year and not thinking about going back to the same old thing mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. really focusing on what we can learn during this time that we can apply next year and the years after because that you know that's what stands out to me and, and you know like you were just saying about having your own time and being with yourself like it's, I mean, even now it's hard for me when I'm at home to just give myself time to be with myself. I feel like I got to go do something. I got to be doing something all the time. Mm -hmm. And think how deprived you, think how, think how self-deprived you are because of that. I'm deprived right now of human connection because I want, you know, it's, I, I, I said it yesterday, I love my wife. I love my daughter. I could be around them every single day. But the fact that we can't do anything together but stay in this house makes you a little stir crazy. And I don't think it's just because of the movement, it's because of the people. Drawing energy from other people, getting ideas from other people. Um, I know since this whole quarantine happened, I've been making music like crazy, you know, just writing and producing and and developing ideas and finding new sounds and different things like that that I would not have had the time to do 
if I was in work, you know, and then again, I have the luxury right now of not being in school either. You know, my school doesn't start back till May. So um, it gives me an opportunity to really revitalize my mind, refresh it, you know, to, to give it a break. You know, I, I purposely don't put my computer near my couch anymore. You know, it's either at the table, in the, in the at the breakfast table in the kitchen, or it's upstairs in my in my office, my office slash studio. That's it. Because when I go to the couch, I plan to go to the couch to do exactly what I want to do. Nothing. Yeah. Sit down, it, watch TV, talk to my wife. That's it. You, you know, and that's that's the, one of the difficult things about this is, you know, trying to separate work from home because we're doing both here. So, you know, like, like you were saying last week, the two, the two ways that you can do that is either to create spaces that are strictly just for work or to create times that are strictly just for work. And I think mm -hmm. we're doing both of those things. And, you know, we moved into the new house and I wanted to be down there. And, you know, what I showed you is my new little office, but then the two fluorescent bulbs above my desk went out. So mm -hmm. I have, that's why I'm up here in the living room, but you know, man, I, I just really, it's, I, I think especially having, you know, like you said, what you're talking about, like the commentary, like I've really started to turn off the commentary, especially these last five days. And it's just because I've been so busy. We've been doing so much with the house that I haven't, I haven't needed to fill my time with anything. Mm-hmm. And, and even still, we're not, we're not binge watching TV We're you know, we're still doing the same thing we do. We're watching the same shows we've been watching, you know, no, we're binge watching over here, buddy. We're binge watching. We're, what are you, what are you binge watching? Oh man. We uh, just did the entire second season of all American on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great, great series, man. Brittany uh, really likes it. Uh, great story. Um, we just, um, uh, what else did we just finish? Um, Black Lightning. That's my that's my uh, my guilty pleasure that I give myself. My wife doesn't really get into it, but I love Black Lightning because um, it's about he's a, you know the the guy who portrays Black Lightning is a, is a high school principal. So you know, of course, that kind of hits near and dear for me. I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. let me pay attention to see how he's doing this. Um, mm -hmm. But um, and um, we haven't got into the Tiger Kings. I keep hearing everybody talk about the Tiger King. Um, and I'm really curious now. I'm really Every, curious. Everybody I've, that we've talked to about it has said it's not funny. It's not like dramatic. It's just such a train wreck that it's like that situation where you can't stop looking because it's such a train wreck. We we haven't dove into that yet. I, we haven't either. Like my wife's not interested in all uh, at all. We actually started catching up on Narcos. Um, love me some yeah, Narcos. Yeah, that's that's one that's one we haven't watched any of. Um, we've been Brittany and I for probably the last few months. When we had downtime, we were rewatching The West Wing. That because that's one of my all times. Like that's that's my all time show between the the West Wing and um, I think I might watch Band of Brothers again soon. Um, 
the HBO World War II series. But, you know, man, just like I said, I think that, you know, what you were saying about the commentary, I think that's an important part is just in a situation like this where it's so funny that, you know, we live in as teachers in a world where there's noise around us all the time. Mm-hmm. And now we're, a lot of us are in much quieter spaces. So we bring noise in. Whether it's because we, we feel like we have to. Yeah. We've been spending time in our backyard, man, hanging out with our dogs. Um, yeah. And, and just, you know, playing Frisbee the other day. Yeah, I saw that video. That was good. My wife was like, I said, I said, you probably didn't know that I, I, I was like, I was like this close to being a Frisbee dog, golf champ, champion when I was in, in college, man. I love Frisbee golf. Like that's, have you ever played Frisbee golf? I'm bad at it. <sighs> and then I get, and then I get mad because I'm, a, <laughs> I'm an actual golfer and I'm like, this isn't golf. <laughs> but it's Frisbee golf. It is. It's and fun. I'm pretty good at it. Like I'm, like literally, I was taking. We we're trying to get the dogs to chase the, the frisbee. She chases tennis balls, but not the frisbee. So I was like trying to throw it, and I would literally throw it like right over, like it would literally skim the top of her head. And my wife was like, "How do you do that?" And I'm like, "It's all about control, man. I love Skills. frisbee. Like Skills. that is. You get me like on a beach or an open area." Oh, out, out, out on the other side of the park by your house. Yeah, uh, you gotta go get it. You gotta have to go get it. That's what makes it fun. Like it, that's a workout. I mean, that's like playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. If you really do it right, you know. But yeah. I don't know, man. Like I said, I think it's just a matter of reconnecting with the things that are important. Um, right. I think it's interesting that we're locked in the house with people that we, most of us, players that we'll live our rest of our life with. And you have people who can't do it. So that tells me that it's only good when it's convenient or it's only good in, in, in micro doses. I don't need, I don't need, I can't get, I can't handle the full you, but give me you in micro doses, you know, the couple hours in the morning, the couple hours during dinner, then we go to sleep. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah. that, and, and that's, that's, that's the trying part of, of a lot of relationships and, you know, my wife and I joke about it all the time. Like, if there was no one else on the planet, I would feel 100% comfortable saying the only person I will see and hang out with for the rest of my life would be my wife. Like, I like being around her. Like, we're goofy together. We're silly yeah. together. We, you know, we can get serious together. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we can have all these different types of conversations. Um, you know, I told her she's been watching... Uh, the Godfather of Harlem, the Bumpy Johnson story. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I said, you're going to come out of this gangster chasing zombies. <laughs> That's another thing is watching these little zombie movies. I don't like zombie movies personally. Um, I, I just don't. Like, I'll watch it, but it's like. We really, we really enjoyed the new live action Aladdin with Will Smith. I don't know if you guys have seen that yet. Yes, it was really good. Yes, you watched well, he's, that. Well, he's a, the genie in the lamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think we've watched really any other movies recently. 
Um, the Ford versus Ferrari movie we watched not that long ago, that was a really good movie. Um, yeah, we hadn't seen that. I saw that on there, but I hadn't. If you want kind of a funny kind of action police comedy, um, Spencer Confidential on Netflix. Yeah, I love Mark it. Wahlberg. We watched it. Yeah, we watched that. Don't yeah. I love it. I love, I, love I love Winston Duke is super good. He's really yeah. good. So that's a great, that's a great flick, man. That's a, yeah. and I was actually really surprised. Yeah. And it, and it doesn't paint itself as like a, a dramatic, like it just is a good entertaining movie. You have a pretty good idea. Like it's one of those movies where you can like predict the plot line. You kind of know how it's going to go. But, but it's just kind of, it's like I say, it was a good, like I say, I, because I have not just been sitting in front of the TV the way, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I try to tell a lot of people, I tell my daughter, you know, don't, 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 don't you do that device thing all the time. Right. Don't do that. You know, start writing. You know, she wants to do stage plays and stuff like that. Start generating ideas. You know, I just got back to the point where the first thing I do in the morning is I just brain dump a bunch of ideas down on paper. Doesn't matter how silly, how crazy they are. Um, um, and so that's how I ended up writing, this, getting the words to um, You Matter. Like the, the hook for You Matter is from one of those brain dumps that, because your, your mind when you first wake up, and it's something that I've been doing, looking at this sleep, the sleep aspect in recovery and how our body requires so much I don't want to put an hour time frame on it, but I'm going to say a quality time frame. Our bodies require a certain quality of sleep in order for us to make a full recovery to be able to go back into the next day. It's like your body at night downloads everything that you've done and it wants to get it out throughout the body and you get this even vibration. So then when you wake up, you're refreshed and brand new. And those ideas are the ones you need to put down on paper. Yeah. Those are the ones you need to document. Um, if it wasn't for shame, I, I'm trying not, I, I want to vlog, but I'm afraid of that waking up in the morning, uh, FaceTime with my phone, first thing. Uh, I like my meditation first. Um, so um, I'm gonna see, and usually when I come out of my meditation, the last thing I want is my device, unless I'm taking notes in it. Mm -hmm. um, but I try to stay away from the social media platforms and all that stuff. First thing in the morning, like, no. Now I may, you know, it may something come up in my thing and I may swipe on it or look at it, but I don't, no, I try not to. Yeah, I feel you. Try not to, try to give myself some space. Yeah, man. I hear you so. But what? I think that's where we need to be right now is just being a voice because what, we, what we're experiencing, we know for sure we're experiencing exactly what 1% of the population feels like. So we know, I mean, uh, in the United States, we know there's at least about 3 million of us right now who are all experiencing that exact same issue that we're all feeling right now. So instead of the commentary being all negative and how people are not doing this and this should not, this is not happening, why are they doing this? Let's not try to fight that. 
let's recognize that, but let's open up some commentary about what, what, what's, what's gonna come out of this. How is this gonna innovate teaching? How is this gonna change education? You know, you can't be in it just for a today teacher, not to be effective. Because right now, the today teacher is obsolete. The today teacher right now is obsolete because we're not teaching, we've never seen teaching like this. And if we're gonna try to quantify it, to put actual numbers to it, to say that it's meaningful, then as teachers, we have to make sure that the, that the platform we're putting in there is meaningful. And we can't do that with bitter intentions. Mm -hmm. We just can't. We can't. You know, like I say, this is a time that, you know, I would not want to be a leader during this time. Thank you. You know, <laughs> I would not want to be an educational leader uh, of a school at this time or at a district level. Um, I think I could do it, but I think the flow of information is so molasses in the wintertime. You know, <laughs> and the, 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 the pace of information is so slow. The decision making is even slower, yet the actual real time is, is, is in hyperspeed. You know what I mean? Like, this is still going, but everything else is just kind of, and there's a disconnect. And that's where the frustrations and teachers are coming from. Like I said, just chatting with the, the teachers that I've reached out to just to kind of see, hey, what's, 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 you know, what's, the, what's the vibe like now where you are? You know? That's what I'm getting. It's the information. It's the information. It's the information and the expectation. But again, I feel privileged because our principal always going to shout out Marcus Pruitt for his statement last year. Stop trying to teach Wi-Fi kids with landline strategies. That was last year. This year, everybody needs to be on an online platform for learning. That was his mandate. Everybody, we, our district, use Schoology. Everybody's on Schoology. Everybody's knowing how to navigate this. Everybody's doing it. Some adopted it. Some didn't. Now, some are having to learn right now while others of us are being stifled because they're saying no don't do this because everybody else is not there yet you know i, I told him i say at our I, I equate this whole situation jones we're kind of like the jetsons and a lot of the other district is like the flintstones you know what i mean like and even in your own district there's a that was that was a, that was that was this online, and that's what I was going to say before my computer died, that you should be jumping for joy right now because your push initially was to integrate technology, to get more technology uses, to get more technology tools in the classroom, and yours was pushed back because the district is more classical in how they want to do it, and they want to get away from the screen time and have more face time. Well, now, they're being forced to adopt something that you already had a handle on and you understood. So now you, you are in a position to where you can actually be a help to those 
Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to. Brittany, can you plug my computer in? I am very needy. Sorry. Well, yeah, and that's, that's, or you could go to that one over there. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just kind of the difficult part. I mean, because there are a lot of people who feel like the Jetsons and are ready to do those things. And yeah, you know, it, it just, it is what it is at this point. You know, but like you said, it is what it, what it is, is not a way to just justify things away. It's, you know, this is the reality of the situation we're currently in. Mm -hmm. so, that is it. So what's on the docket today? Um, I'm going to do an intro video uh, for we had to create new classes. Our district, and we're only Jones is doing this. They made us put all of our kids into one big class so that when we're teaching online, kids can join in at any time that we're offering a virtual lesson and not, we don't have to, they, they won't be, like if I do it at the same time as I teach, then if a kid can't make it at nine, then he won't be able to go to 10. So we have to make sure that we, they wanted us to do it. One complete class, I did that. Um, and so today, I'm going to make a video to introduce this new class to my students and how to do it, put it out through Class Dojo and uh, email it to the parents. Yeah, good. And, um, and try to get in touch with all of them that way. And I'm gonna give them a tag through the video so that way I know that they got the information. And I'm gonna have them record a video and upload it to me. Um, so um, using Flipgrid. Good, glad to hear it. So, yeah, what um, do you got going? Um, you know, I'm gonna try to get the space downstairs set up and get everything together so I can start doing my videos for next week and get my Google Classroom set up. But, you know, just trying to, to get, you know, for me, trying to keep the short-term mindset of making sure these lessons are are done and are equitable for my kids, but also like keeping track of the long term and, you know, still thinking about my scope and sequence and how I want to teach next year and, and, and just making sure that I'm, I'm taking this time and I'm learning things that'll be valuable for me next year. Mm -hmm. You know, we should you know, be, this distance learning should be able to make every teacher at least have a 50-50 class where you can teach a small group and have a small group on devices doing an actual structured lesson that has meaning, which makes your class smaller instantly. Mm -hmm. So again, man, we, man, we got it. Again, it's all about our, our, what's our intentions going into it? What's our intentions going into it, man? We don't want to self-sabotage this. You know, I told my co-teacher, I was like, he's like, what time are you waking up in the morning? I say, same time I know I'm now. I'm not waking up at 3.45 like I used to. I don't have to, you know. So I'll wake up at 5, 5, between 5, 5.45, get my morning routine yep, done. Same. I didn't work out. I'm going to go work out right now in the backyard. 
Um, uh, but I'm going to do, like I say, that, that's part of my routine. Get me knock out 15, 20 minutes real quick of some still mace yoga. And, uh, and then come back in, I've already had my early breakfast snack, my tea and get after it, man. Be ready to get at it and go, man. Like I said, man, I'm, I'm excited about the fact that we finally get to say, I'm teaching when we revolutionize education. That's what has me drawn in right now. And I guess that's the researcher in me because I'm always looking for the experience. Um, and this is an experience that I think that that is going to set a precedence in our craft, man, that that's going to be felt for years to come. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. And I think we'll kind of close it up there. You want to try to meet up at noon? Do a little IG, IG live if you're available. I think I am available. I don't have any, um, today's Wednesday, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. I don't have any meetings scheduled for today. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I'll message you a little bit before noon and we'll try to jump back on there and I'll maybe work on, you know, let's talk about, we'll find a time for Lauren, but I don't know. It's good. To, good to jump on. Good to see your face. Good to yes, sir. get back in the rhythm of moving forward. Yes, sir. And I guess whenever we do another morning, we need to figure out a word, figure out a word. Because mm -hmm. we can literally knock out some of those words, too, at a time when we yeah. get together. And uh, go ahead, while we have this downtime, try to get a set a goal to have the, trans the first <clears throat> transcriptions done and complete in, in our hands so that we can start reading through it. Because yeah. we have this time now. Yeah, let's do it. So, all right, brother. Right to you, sir. Enjoy your morning. We'll talk in a little while. Yes, sir. You do the same. All right. Bye. All right. Peace.